I, for one, am not at all surprised to hear that Wayne Simmons single-handedly saved the Leafs season. Welcome to Checking Out the Competition, Toronto Maple Leafs. We are joined today by Adam Selvig, one of the writers over at Pension Plan Puppets. Adam, how are you doing? Uh, I I was going to say good, and then last night's game happened, so I'm fine, I guess. (laughs) I mean, we'll get into it, but they won five in a row. You know, they had to lose eventually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess. I just would rather have lost in a shootout or something, but Mm. it's fine. It happens. It's fine. Well, before we get into um, this game against the Flyers and the rest of the Leafs season so far, um, since it's been so long since the Flyers have played the Maple Leafs because of last year's craziness, um, kind of high level, have there been any big moves over the off season that we should know about? Uh, what from what everyone wanted? No. Um, I think we'll see. You know, you'll still see the main uh, defenders and forwards uh, playing in the top roles. There's been been some some changes in the bottom six of forwards and. You know, a couple some rookie defenders coming up, but uh, I would say the biggest change has been Peter Mrazek, um in net for the Leafs. But I think he's played four periods mm. since they signed him, so I wouldn't really count him as a big change, I guess, because he's off for a month now. So, yeah, I, I did see that he got hurt. So it's Jack Campbell, and who will be the backup? Uh, the question is whether it's going to be Joseph Wool still. He was uh, up last game, or if they're going to bring up. Michael Hutchinson for the long haul. Okay. Um, but Campbell's been playing pretty well so far, right? Yeah, Campbell's been really good for us so far. Um, I guess some people were surprised that Marizic was brought in, uh, especially for three years, um, with all you know, with the way Campbell had played. But you know, you want you want some backup, you want some certainty in that. And then mm-hmm. again, why did they bring in Marizic for that? Because <laughs> he's always injured. <laughs> but um, yeah, Campbell's been great. Like it's hard to fault him for any of the losses. Um, even, you know, losing five to one against LA, it was, uh, there were some fluky goals there and it wasn't really a terrible game by him either. So, you know, he's bailed us out. He's held us in against Tampa earlier this year when the, no one could get going, you know, offensively. So, you know, he's been what we needed. I think um, maybe just a bit more consistency would be key, but you know, I haven't had a problem with Campbell yet this year. So the thing that's weird about the Leafs is that on paper, they're obviously an incredibly talented team, particularly mm-hmm. up front. Um, but heading in, I mean, the start of the season, it seemed like things were a bit of a disaster. And um, I have to give some thanks to Twitter user Hockey Homo Social, the youths and their handles, um, who gave me a lot of Leafs information in my DMs. Well, I was waiting to do this. And um, he suggested that the reason that things were so bad at the start of the season were that the the defense in particular was very bad, giving up tons of odd man Russian rushes um, in a game. And particularly Muzzin and Hull were very bad. Um, is that kind of a a pretty on point analysis? I would say so. You know, I think. Yeah. After the last couple of years, we came into this season with Muzzin as our Muzzin's our defensive guy. You know, he's right. Riley's great. He's not, you know, a solid defender. He's a very good offensive defender. But um, yeah, Muzzin 
no one knows what happened. It's 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 like he hit his plateau and he's like, that's it. I'm muzzing and then I'm not. And we don't know what's I don't know if anyone can really say what's going on with him because he's just not been the person we expected him to be and wanted to rely on. You know, after losing him in the playoffs last year and playoffs the year before that, it's we could really see the holes in defense with him missing. But now those same holes are still there with him. And uh, that's very concerning uh, for this team because we thought the defense was fixed last year. (laughs) Um, It was same with Justin Hole. You know, he's not everyone's been on the Justin Hole bandwagon. Uh, I, I know I questioned the contract he got because I was like, well, the, he just started in the NHL. He was building in the ECHL like four months ago before he got that the three-year deal. But um, he was fine. And uh, after after not exposing him in expansion draft like a lot of people wanted to, I was like, no, I get it. Defenders are expensive. You know, and he's been pretty good for us. And now I feel silly for, you know, holding back. I was like, no, we got to keep holding. And I'm like, well, maybe we should have you know, exposed him and taken the cap space. But yeah, it's that at the start of the year, that was it. And then Marner and Matthews couldn't get scoring either. Mm. And that was another big one. You know, if you can't defend and you can't score, you're just, you're going to keep losing bad time. should win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to do one or the other of those yeah. things if you're going to have a chance. Um, so it's my understanding also that the power play was a bit of a mess I guess last season heading into this season, but over the five game winning streak that we mentioned briefly that just ended, um, things kind of turned around five goals in those five games, I think. Yeah. Last year there was a lot of yelling about Manny Maholcher running the power play. And yeah. We want to stop, have him stop running the power play. So they're like, fine, he's not running the power play anymore. Whoever the new guy is, I can't remember his name. <laughs> Assistant coach is never on the mind. Um, you know, didn't run it any better. And I was like, well, this is incredibly disappointing. But, you know, now that, you know, Matthews has started scoring, he's got, you know, three of his five goals on the power play now. You mm-hmm. know, Nylander's got two, and the power play points keep coming in, which is great. Um, and it's a nice surprising change. So even last night, one, you know, the goal was scored on the power play. So, um, you know, it seems to have gotten a lot better. I wouldn't say it's fixed yet. Um, but it's been a lot better and I'll, I'll wait till December to decide if it's fixed or not. It's pretty wild to me that that team could have a problem on the power play. Like you would think that you could just put them out there and you don't even have to tell them what to do. Like one assumes that Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner and William Nylander can score goals on the power play if they really want to. Like, it seems like a hard thing to mess up, but um, Flyers fans are very familiar with assistant coaches, like galaxy braining a power play into failure. So was it that kind of thing? Was it kind of the, the system that was the problem or were the, fl- were the games or the players just um, snake bitten? I think it was part of the system positioning wise. I mean, they've changed up some of that. Um, you know, keep moving like people from the point to the to the slot and down to net front. And I think it was definitely overcoached. Um, you know, when Tavares first joined the Leafs, that I, I remember that first uh, preseason game he played, and it was Tavares, Matthews, Nylander, Marner, and 
Riley on the power play. And I was like, well, that's unstoppable. And in the preseason, it was. It was just every time they got a power play, they scored, and it was great. And then something happened, and it's not as easy anymore, whether teams figured them out or they just decided to overcoach the special teams now. But I think I think with, with the first power play unit especially, I would just you know stack it and send them out and just go, score goals, do your thing. Don't worry about what we have to say. Um, but maybe there's some job protection going on oh too. for sure yeah yeah uh so what was it that turned around because it the the winning streak that they just ended um it started with i think detroit is that right yes i believe so there was i think the last yeah. loss was chicago on started with what, detroit mm-hmm. so that i mean that's you know you kind of expect that you're going to be yeah. Detroit, but then they beat Vegas, who is, you know, having some issues, but still a solid team. Tampa Bay, obviously very good. Boston, a very good team. They beat the Kings, you know, who again. No, 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 no. We lost to those Kings. Oh, yeah, you did lose to the Kings. I can't read. Yeah. That was the <laughs> that was the game that that ended the streak. So what was it? If you could point to something that kind of like the light bulb that came on for these guys that kind of turned things around over those five games. What do you think it was? Um, I'm not sure. Cause they were coming off three bad losses, you know, five to your sharks, a seven, one blowout from the Wilkes bear Scranton penguins, you know, and then a four to one loss to Carolina. And then they went to Chicago and they were losing that game. They were, they were, it was not a good game. They were down two nothing after the first, and it was a game they should have won because Chicago hadn't won a game yet. And it was really disappointing and surprising to see the way they were playing. And so uh, a lot of people give the credit to Wayne Simmons and for, you know, I want to say yelling, but I'm sure it was a very good speech uh, in the dressing room between those periods. And after that, the Leafs just, you know, turned it on. Tavares scored. David uh, Kampf scored his first goal of the season. Nylander scored yet again, you know, and then um, to win it in overtime. And after that, they just went and they, you know, they scored five goals the next game. And then they shut out Vegas and four. So I, I think it has to do. I think they just had a very good talk or yelling session from some of the veterans on the team that, are playing for the Leafs to win. Um, and it just maybe got through to them. Finally, maybe the, and there were some changes from, from some lineup changes, you know, some different offensive pairings and they seem to have worked, you know, Nick Ritchie got taken off the first line and that was a huge help. Um, you know, Michael Bunting has been getting a, a bigger role and, and that's been great to see because he's, you know, an, another hometown boy come home and, and, you know, he's everyone's favorite guy this year. So, I think it was a lot of that, just people that came to the team in the off season this year or last year and just, you know, really kind of put their foot down. And this is like, guys, we came here. You were drafted here. You know, you've been here your whole time. We came here to win with you guys. And like maybe that motivated them more because um, it, it just seemed to turn around in an instant. Even if though, even if that Detroit game was kind of, you know, it was 5-4, so it wasn't a blowout, but it was a very well-played game. And, um, you know, up until Los An- the, the game against Los Angeles, it, they were playing very well, you know, being down to Tampa and then coming back to win it, they played well even while they were losing. So I didn't think it was a huge, it was just a huge change. So uh, I can't point to one thing, but I'm, I'm sure it was some behind the scenes things amongst uh, veterans and uh, 
younger guys. I, for one, am not at all surprised to hear that Wayne Simmons single-handedly saved the Leafs season. <laughs> it feels right. Um, just because, you know, obviously Flyers fans are interested because we are going to root for him forever. Yeah. Uh, how has he looked on the ice so far? He's been very determined this year. Um, he has a, he has a goal. He's got two assists, but you know he's playing third, fourth line minutes, and I don't think it's um, it's hurting him. I think that's the perfect amount of time for him to play. And uh, so I, I just especially last night he wanted to score more goals. He wanted to take the lead. So he's got the energy, and uh, maybe he's uh, really gotten healthy over over the off season because he's playing like. You know, like he's young, like 10 years younger, which is great to see. You know, even though he's only getting nine, 10 minutes a night, that's the nine and 10 minutes a night. He's putting 110 percent in and, and playing out of his mind. So pairing him up with Jason Spezza, like like they have been, those two are going to keep motivating each other because they came home. They came back to Toronto to win here. And uh, I think with those two motivating everyone, I think it, it'll you know be a good example uh, for uh, some people who may not seem to put it all in every night. Totally forgot Jason Spezza was a Leafs. But now that you've said it, it's all coming back to me. Uh, he will be a Leaf or he will retire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm remembering now Mike Babcock scratching him. Yeah, game one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah what a dick. Um, speaking of coaches, it seemed like, I mean, I don't like follow the Leafs very closely, but I feel like it's impossible to be a hockey fan on Twitter and not have a lot of Leafs stuff kind of like leak into your life. Um, and it seemed like people were kind of getting angry with Sheldon Keefe. And it seemed like last season, just kind of, you know, from a distance, um, that people were pretty happy with him as a coach. Is that like is that accurate or was that just people being mad on Twitter about something because the team was losing? It's probably a lot because the team was losing. Um, there have been some questionable, some people questioning his line moves, um, especially at the start of the season. Like putting Nick, Nick Ritchie with Austin Matthews just turned a lot of people off of him. Um, I'm I'm going to say I wasn't a big fan of hiring him in the first place, um, but you know he's. Dubas' guy, right? Dubas did his best to rehab him from junior to the AHL to the NHL. So as long as Kyle's in charge, Sheldon's going to be here. But, um, you know, I, I think it was mostly just record. And a lot of people are still mad about the playoffs last year. So, and but I to me, that wasn't coaching. That was more player decisions uh, that lost them those last couple games. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's definitely more record-related, I think. Mm -hmm a lot of the Keith complaints. So after the win streak, you know, it kind of goes like off. But uh, <laughs> right. if they lose to the Flyers, then it may start up again. I don't know. From your perspective as, are you in Canada? Yeah. Are you? Okay. So, you know, as a Leafs fan, all the way up there in, I'm assuming, Ontario, um, what do you like? What do you think of the Flyers? Are you looking at this game like a game that's going to be tough for the Leafs, or are you still kind of seeing the Flyers as what they were last year, which was just a an absolute tire fire disaster? Like, what when you're looking at this game on the schedule, what are you thinking? 
I'm thinking I haven't seen the Flyers in a while and I know nothing else about them. <laughs> um, Perfect. That's how I approach literally every single game. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not the Maple Leafs. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really paying that much attention. I only Who got so much time energy? in my life. Yeah, right. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Mostly what I know about the Flyers is when I was a kid I played for the Flyers and I have a Bernie parent jersey hanging up in my game room. So that's uh Okay. That's as far as my Flyers knowledge goes. But um, as for this year, I'm, I'm not uh, I'm just like, hey, it's a game and it's not, you, you know, one of six teams we played all last season. So it's excellent. It is so nice to be seeing other teams again. That got real old real fast last year. Uh, it was a cruel joke, I think, for the schedule this year to have the Leafs start with two games against Ottawa and one against Montreal. <laughs> like, you, They should have just every every, you know, every team. Whoever you played last year should have been pushed back till December. You know, just give us all <laughs> yeah. new teams. That would have been a nice way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so what would you say for Flyers fans watching the Leafs for the first time this season? What is the thing that's kind of going the best for them right now? Like, what is the thing that you think is going to beat the Flyers if they end up doing that? If they can score. You know, as long as long, if the Leafs can get out of their end, and uh, score goals. I mean, I mean, like literally, that's the point of winning every game. But <laughs> I mean, as long as the Flyers can't contain Matthews, Modern, Nylander, and Tavares, it should be they should be able to win because for some reason no one else mm-hmm. on the team could score. Um, so I mean, as long as two of those four have good chances, um, you know, I think uh, I think the Leafs will, that'll be the thing to watch for the Leafs. Um, you know, and then uh, whether everyone protects Jack Campbell with their life. Uh, <laughs> Flyers want to win. Just just knock Campbell over a couple times mm. and he'll, he'll scare the whole team. <laughs> so I mean, the, we've seen that happen. You know, the teams people have gone after the goalie, run into him by accident, we'll say, and it kind of makes the defenders a lot more nervous. Then it feels like they have to do a lot more instead mm-hmm. of rely. Campbell to make the save and all they have to do is keep the shots to the perimeter so that's the thing you can do to shake the team and then if the Leafs you know top four can't can get plenty of chances I, I think there's a there's a good chance there but um if JVR is playing I don't know if he's injured or, or if he's still up but he's gonna score he's playing. yeah, yeah he's, he's playing. gonna score. Oh, so that's fine <laughs> what would you say is the biggest weak spot uh it seems to be defense especially when muzzin or uh lilligren are, are on the ice uh, lilligren came up you know he's getting his first real big shot uh this season and it, it and it doesn't seem to, it seems to go well and then badly and then well and then badly he got turned out a couple of times last night um i think it's just the right side of the leafs i believe it's the right muzzin lilligren hole dermot all those guys seem to be the the um liabilities on defense so play that side harder and it should go well. Okay. Um, so the Leafs are one of those teams that I feel like are filled with a bunch of guys who we know because they're either very, very good or they've been around for a long time. Um, who is someone on the team that maybe we might not know about that we should keep an eye on? Hmm. Well, it should be everyone on the Leafs because it's the Toronto Maple Leafs and everyone should pay attention to them. But uh, I think Michael Bunting, is a, a big one. He's uh, he came in this year and has it kind of 
he was the, the points leader, goal leader for the team for the first few games. And he's, um, you know, he's got six points this year. And that's pretty good for a, a guy no one expected a lot out of. So I think Michael Bunting's one to watch, especially uh, when he gets in front of the net and Matthews has the puck. Uh, he, they, those two seem to be working well together this year. Um, and I think uh, Rasmus Sandin is get, as another guy getting his first big, really good look to start the season on defense. And um, yeah, I, I would definitely watch him on defense because he's turning out, I think, a lot better than a lot of us thought he would. So Great. And then the last thing I'm going to ask you, sorry, this is your first time doing this with me, but I ask this of everybody. I want you to give me a shot in the dark prediction of the final score of this game. All right. Uh, he's coming off a bad loss. Lost our starter. Mm. All right. I'm going to say it'll be two to one in a shootout if Travis Dermott plays. Uh, but if Justin Hole plays, uh, the Leafs will win two to one in a shootout if Dermott plays. And the Flyers will win in a shootout if Justin Hole plays. That's what I'm going to say. Adam, I have tickets to this game, and I really don't want there to be a shootout because then I'm going to have to be up so late. Okay. I keep uh, lady Leafs, hours. No, Leafs, no, 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 no. You, you should keep your prediction as is, and I'll just complain about it. In the second intermission, they're like, we give up. We can't take it anymore. Matthew, <laughs> four, six goals. They're done. They give up. Everyone goes home early. Now we're talking. All right. <laughs> My prediction is. 3-1 Flyers, Wayne Simmons scores the lone Leafs goal, and every Flyers fan goes home happy. I, That's my hope. I, if they're going to lose, then fine. They can lose that way. Okay. Excellent. Adam, thank you so much for doing this. This was great. Where can the people find you on the internet? Uh, I write stuff at Pension Plan Puppets under El Saldo because I never changed my commenting name from when I started writing. Uh, you can find me on Twitter under that same name, E-L-S-E-L-D-O, where I complain about very niche things about my neighborhood <laughs> and uh, uh, city planning. I have a lot of complaints about that, too, aside from hockey. So, Oh, my God. I'm totally going to follow you now. I First of all, one of my favorite things about following kind of Toronto-based hockey people is that I've learned so much about Toronto municipal politics. <laughs> it's delightful. And I actually work in local government, so I'm like a total oh. fucking nerd for these things. So I'm like, public works projects? I recently found out that Toronto doesn't have a stormwater charge, and I almost lost my mind. <laughs> so much fun information. Uh, I'm down I, in so We get extra charges that Toronto just doesn't get. So I'm all about stormwater. <laughs> it's necessary if people would like to learn about stormwater please at me on twitter.com and i will tell you all about it you won't um adam thank you again i hope you enjoy the game i hope everyone listening to this enjoys the game and i hope the flyers give us a show i'm all for a good game you know as long as it's entertaining to watch because it's you know it's just a tv show so at least make it entertaining no matter which way it goes gotta have both teams having fun out there that's the ticket all right adam thank you All right, thank you.